Love. <laughs> What's love got to do with it, right? Yeah. Oh Everything. Everything. Yeah, I right. know. Yeah. When you brought up love and forgiveness, I was trying to separate the two and I'm like, you can't because mm -hmm. you can't love without forgiveness and you can't forgive without love, yeah, right? That's true. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Oh man, the Lord pulled me into the um, different words that the Bible uses for love. And so did you know that there's a Hebrew word known as chesed? It first appears in Exodus when God was talking to Moses and revealing his character to him. And I stopped and I was like, man, just imagine like Yahweh pouring his heart out to you, yeah. telling you, this is what my my character looks like. This is yeah. my the essence of me. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. And in it, he uses this word that... Um, there's different translations of Exodus 34, 6 through 7. So some people use loving kindness. Mm -hmm. Some people use steadfast love. But it's that word that they're translating Hebrew, chesed. Yeah. And it appears like 245 times in the wow. Old Testament. Wow. Wow. So it's pretty, it's pretty much a, a yeah. major theme, right? Yeah. And in the other times, um, I think 75% of those times, God's using it to refer to his chesed for his people, for yeah. humankind. Yeah. But they also do use it a few times for human to human interaction or human to God interaction. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's all about being in a relationship, yeah. right? It's that yeah. kind of love where yeah. we have to find the posture of, you know, how do we show humility? How do we yeah. show forgiveness? How do we show graciousness? And that's why I think it being included in God's initial description of his character in the whole word. That's the first place that he reveals his character. Yeah. And, you know, it's <laughs> it's an amazing covenant, yeah. but it is a covenant love. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, you can be outside of that covenant. Remember, yeah. the old covenant was conditional. Right. Yeah. But the New Testament translates out of the Greek, and that word for love is agape. And that we know is an unconditional love that yeah. surpasses even chesed, which we could still, I think we could still have chesed today. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. I have more chesed than I have. Actually, I don't think you can, <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think you can have agape love. I think agape love, the standard was set by Christ on the cross. Amen. It's self-sacrificial. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the kind of love that only a supremely good being, which we are not, yeah. but God is, yeah. can, can give. But I think it's a cool standard to set and try to to show, right? Yeah, like that was, absolutely. I think, the commandment in John when he says, love the Lord thy God. Yeah. Like that's the agape yeah. there. Amen. And yeah, wow. Well, and I think I said too, because we're going back to Old Testament times, that was before Jesus went to the cross and before the Holy Spirit came. And so we were sacrificing lambs and making a sac blood sacrifice to God. So the love was a covenant love. Mm -hmm. It was an obedience for, for the, the sacrifice that when we sin, that God, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the sacrifice on the altar to repent for my sins, you know, mm -hmm. and then God would forgive our sins and, yeah. and move on our way. But the wrath of God, I mean, I've read through the Old Testament. <laughs> God wasn't always nice, you oh, know what I mean? True. The people that brought that on themselves. Mm -hmm. But when Jesus came and went to the cross, it was unconditional because he was he was dying for the people that were already following him and for people that potentially will never come to know him. Wow. You know, think about that. Like there are people that he knows who that are his that are not going to come to know God. Mm. But through that's the agape love, mm. the Holy Spirit that he gave to fill us, you know, to to be able to, to move in that before that we wouldn't have been able to understand. I don't think agape love not without the Holy Spirit. Amen. Right. We wouldn't right. have been able to. 
And I like that you brought up like in the Old Testament because they tried to earn yeah. God's love yeah. and they tried to earn <clears throat> his forgiveness, you know, by doing those sacrifices. Yeah. But that's why Jesus came. That's right. you know, that we, we, he was the ultimate sacrifice and we don't have to really do anything other than confess our sins, you know, ask God to forgive us and then forgive ourselves, yeah. you know, mm. because sometimes, you know, forgiveness is, it's hard. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, there's a whole, <laughs> there's a whole, a whole bunch of topics, yeah. you know, about, and scriptures on that. But, you know, it's hard to receive God's love if we're harboring unforgiveness. Like you said, it's right. like, yeah. like when I suggested the topics of love and forgiveness, it's like they do go hand in hand because yeah, it's, it's hard to receive God's love if we're still like not forgiving ourselves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So looking at forgiveness as a covenant, because you know, love is a covenant. Yeah. And also love can be an emotion, but actually yeah. the biblical version of chesed was a choice. Like yeah. that was like, okay, I'm going to invite you into this covenant with me. Perfect. Through obedience to this covenant, you're gonna get my chesed. Yeah. You step outside yeah. and you're gonna get my wrath, yeah, right? right exactly. And um, sometimes, I don't know about you, but my relationships <laughs> can feel like that. Yeah. But knowing that we are called to a higher standard now because of Christ through agape, like that's where I feel like that Holy Spirit-led yeah. um, moment comes in where it's like, hey, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you know a better way to respond here, yeah. or maybe don't respond at all, yeah. and then pray for the Holy Spirit to give you that. Yeah. Um, but also, so that that thing with forgiveness being a decision, like it is, like I don't know about you, but yeah. loving when I don't want to love yeah. and forgiving when I don't want to forgive yeah. are probably two of the um, most fundamental parts of new creation Amen. living for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause otherwise before this, like before Christ, I would have just been like, you know what? Don't care about you. And sometimes yeah. I still get pushed to the thresholds of that. Yeah. And, nope, and sure. so many, and that happens in the Christian church. It's Absolutely. a shame that in the Christian church, the divorce rate is the same as it is. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. It's very similar to the world yeah. and we're supposed to be different. We're yeah. supposed to forgive one another. We're yeah. supposed to have that unconditional love for our husbands. You know, we make a commitment. When we get mm -hmm. married, we make a commitment. We make a vow before God. And you know, and it's not easy. Yeah. Relationships aren't easy. Marriages aren't easy. But you know, even in the Christian churches, they're like, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, yeah. and pastors, I'm yeah. sorry to say, but that happens in the church. Yeah. And with pastors, when you hear about pastors divorcing and, no, <laughs> and things happen. I'm divorced but, and remarried. No, but, and so I yeah. feel like life happens to all of us because yeah. we are here in this fallen world, right? right? Yeah. And um, if you look into the Old Testament and like even the New Testament, like what was permitted to allow you to be divorced and what would be forgiven by God. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. in the end of the day, I don't sit on the judgment throne, That's so right. neither do you, so neither do no, you. No, no, and no. I, no you know no. what I mean? Yeah. Like what I, what I needed to um, ask for forgiveness for yeah. from my myself, like what I needed to let go, but also what I needed to ask for forgiveness for the other people that I affected, right? Yeah. And also from God. So like yeah. forgiveness is almost a threefold I was, covenant, yes, I was right? It's like, yeah. first, like I'm very good at the um, accusation part. Yeah. I can accuse and yeah. accuse and yeah. 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 And then I have to be That's like, easy. all right, God, I forgive them. Yeah. And then he's <laughs> like, excuse me, don't you want to confess something? I'm like, me? me? I didn't me. do anything. Yeah. So then I go through these confessions where I admit what my guilt, you know, what mm -hmm. I can accuse myself of. Yeah. Even if it's allowing myself to be a vessel up for the enemy instead of a vessel for the light and love of the Lord. That's right. So when my mouth gets 
mouthy or yeah, when my attitude right. turns ugly, right? Yeah. And I ask God for that forgiveness. Yeah. And then at the very end, you know, and a cleansing, mm-hmm. I will ask the Lord to help me forgive myself because yeah. those are bonds and strongholds Absolutely. that will block the blessings of love. Yeah. Forgiveness is more than just a choice, it is a promise. And like God's agape love, which is an emotion, right? But it will always also involve action. It is sacrificial, it is working with humility, and in the same way, so is forgiveness. Like we might make the decision, right? But then we have to take the action to act out that forgiveness. That could be with someone else or that could be for yourself. Personally, for me, my hardest journey in forgiveness has been forgiving myself and receiving the forgiveness of the Lord and believing it. Um, I walked with a lot of shame when I came back to the church. You know, my parents are pastors and I was divorced. And you know, there's a lot of scripture on that. And I was ashamed because I had a not so unpublic (laughs) um, crash and burn of my entire life you know and so I was really reluctant to admit that I wanted to carry up this shield and you know walk in the I guess non-judgmental light of God's love and God's grace and you know he does he promises to forgive us when we come to him with true repentance you know and changing Um, but sometimes the people don't catch up right so like the people in the body of Christ might still be like I felt that judgment still and I was ashamed I really was Um, I didn't I didn't want to show them that I could be this imperfect person or you know have to admit my my sin to anyone else but God, you know? And sometimes um, it does take admitting it. Sometimes it takes just boldly saying, you know what, God brought me out of this. And yes, like it was wrong. And yes, it was bad and it was terrible. And I'd rather not tell everyone about it, but um, maybe it is my, that is my path. Like that's like what he, you know, he let me go through. And now if I, by sharing it, it becomes a word of encouragement to somebody else who's been carrying that, like it's their own burden when God said like, hey, (laughs) I carried the cross already. Like, yes, you are to wake up every single day and surrender to me. And that's what picking up the cross looks like as a new creation. But in the end of the day, he already surrendered all of that at the cross on that eternal Calvary, right? And so my sins were forgiven um, and they are forgiven. And that is a promise. And so if I refuse to believe that, then I can't receive it, you know? And there is an exchange, I believe, in the supernatural realm where you receive the forgiveness of the Lord and you are freed from the bondage of that sin. That's a promise in the Word, you know? And that bondage might look like shame and it might look like guilt and it might look like unforgiveness. (laughs) But the act of forgiveness itself activates that release. And so it's a starting point, it's a final point, but it never ends. It's just the place I think that we all should start. And it does sometimes look more like a personal journey than an outside journey, like forgiving yourself, allowing the Lord to give you that forgiveness and being truly willing to receive it and let it go. Those are bonds and strongholds that will block the blessings of love because we're holding on. That's right. You know, Absolutely. and we're so quick to ask um, forgiveness of God. Yeah. But and you know, and we're quick to accuse others. Mm-hmm. But I think the hardest ones are forgiving yourself and actually really 
choosing to forgive those other people mm, yeah. and choosing to let it go. Yeah. You know, we can verbally say, I forgive this mm -hmm. person, but I think sometimes we still, the saying forgive and forget, you don't really forget, you know, you're not, you have the memories, but when you can reach a point that you're unmoved by it, Wow, that there you go. that you just kind of you're indifferent mm -hmm. that you can be in that situation or you can walk in and be around that person again and mm. you're just like I don't even care. It that's, doesn't yeah. it doesn't fathom me, you know. And I think that's why in Peter the scripture it says that above all things love each other deeply because it covers a multitude of sins, mm. you know. And it's hard to always walk in that love, but I think that's when we we do the first part. We say, God, I'm sorry for you know. I'm going to forgive them, forgive me. But if you're struggling, say, God, I'm struggling to let this go. And mm -hmm. I believe in that honesty because God already knows. Yes. The Holy Spirit's going to leave you to be right. able to release that. He's yes. close to a broken and contrite That's spirit. Right. And when we show our heart posture to him and we say, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> this feels ugly. ugly. This yeah. feels just. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're right that that kind of invites the Holy Spirit to yes. come in and do what only he can do. But yes, you have to can. ask him. Do you have to right? ask him. Because the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He's not going to impose. I know he doesn't. You have to ask him. You have to be willing. You yes, know, he does. First of all, recognizing. That's, yeah, the, right. that's the first step uh, is recognizing uh, I have this problem. <clears throat> yep. uh, forgiving this person and then asking God, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Yeah. Help me to be willing to be willing. And I think, too, you brought up a point about like Christians and the offenses that go in church. I can expect it from somebody that's Absolutely. not saved. Absolutely. There's there's two separate there's two yeah, separate right? things here. The people that are not that mm -hmm. are in the world that don't know God, yep. I kind of expect them to be rude or not walk in love. Right? And I think you can brush that one off and walk off. But when it's from the body of Christ mm -hmm. and from Christians, those are the ones that hit deep and can drive people away from church, but ultimately God. And mm -hmm. pastors. And pastors. Okay. And that is Satan. That is oh his agenda. Gosh. I think yes. we have to be even more sensitive to be on the lookout for those mm -hmm. in the body of Christ. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because those are the ones that are going to hit the closest to home and the ones that are going to, you know, try to take you away from Scripture God. Scripture also gives us the directions of correction, right? Yeah, like right. the biblical, like first yeah. come to me, tell me, like yeah. then bring somebody else and commit, yeah. you know, and if I'm yeah. still not convicted, all right, I'll my dirty laundry to the community right. and yeah. see how I, if I still don't repent. Yeah. And that's really, you know, and I think that another thing is having the humility, the honest yeah. humility yeah. to be able to receive correction. Because, mm -hmm. right. wow, you know, yeah, my, like my first reaction that's is like, right. who do you think you are to correct me? Yeah. Let me list the things that are wrong with you. Yeah. And that's not that's not the right heart no, posture, you know. Right. But I think that people can also come to you with a sincere heart to give you advice yes. to correct and heal the body absolutely and then again there are people that become agents of the enemy right yeah, that will allow the devil and his tactics to cause division yes. and like you said there's no greater trophy than when he divides a body Amen. or when he gets into the church you yeah. know or a family or hello a family. well yeah. that's a yeah absolutely. yeah absolutely with us first it starts in the family because yeah. he what's the the devil tries to steal kill and destroy yeah. that's right. so, and divide his ultimate job and so he starts in the family mm -hmm. and, and as wives and mothers we actually have yeah. quite a yeah. powerful role there yeah, and do. when we surrender 
our own, right? Mm-hmm. And we ask the Lord for His power and mm-hmm. His supernatural might and right. to, to be led through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. How can you be out of position that way? And I don't know about you, but sometimes yeah. like I'm the one that has to rein in. Like my husband's the head of the house, okay? Yeah. But sometimes I need to turn that turn head a certain yeah, direction. It. <laughs> it's like if we were yes. a sailboat. Like I got the letter, you know? I'm like well, God is the wind. So what God's been showing me lately in that instance is that we are one but you are still separate bodies right you separate separate spirits mm-hmm. that god's using for his kingdom you need to be more busy about the father's business and praying for your husband yeah wow. and keeping your mouth shut Ooh. let me deal with whatever if there's something that needs to be dealt with him and you but you need to focus on me because if and rob you know my husband's a christian man he's not going to fall away but if they decided to walk away would you follow Wow. You know, you need to still wow. stand your ground and serve wow. me because it's it's my, it's my father's business. It's yeah. not about me or my husband. And and together, I, I believe God will bring you back to a place. And I'm seeing this recently with my husband and I as one in God, because I think there's a purpose for you together. Absolutely. But to really love even my husband is to let it go sometimes and just focus on God. Mm. It's my father. It's his business. Yeah. It's his plan for my life, and 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 rest in that. It's not always easy, but no. God's like, let it go. Just <laughs> walk away. Be nice. Love. Because God's love brings us to repentance. It's His mm-hmm. love. It's not His wrath. It's not anything else. It's His love, and and, yeah. that, and that's true to each other too. Yes. Yeah. You know, we want someone. Maybe he did do something wrong, and you know <laughs> he did. And I'm like, I want you. But He's like, let it go and love him anyways. Yeah. Because God will deal with them. Amen. Yeah. Yes. And that's he the does. hard part. Letting yeah. it go. Letting it go. Letting it go. Because I'm right. And, and I, I want, tell God. And I want. I'm <laughs> having a really hard time. <laughs> and that's usually when I go and. And, and go do, you know, and maybe that case, I need to just take a break and go away. You know, God doesn't tell us that we have to always be in a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about even when Jesus was going to the cross and he was before Pilate and they were blasting him and mm-hmm. falsely accusing him. He was silent. Wow. Sometimes we got to just shut our mouths, just yeah. walk off, you know, yeah. and get, put some praise music on, tend to the kids, whatever it <laughs> go is. For go for a walk. Go for a walk and just yes. let it go. Yes. That yes. verse um, that I was referencing where the chesed was first mentioned. So the Lord, the Lord, God, merciful and gracious, long suffering yeah. and abounding in goodness and truth. Long suffering is another one that I looked up because I was like, who wants to suffer for a long, long time? time. You know? <laughs> I don't like suffering. No. Really? I mean, yeah. It's, it's, but it's it's a godly trait. Yeah. We don't have those. We were made in his image, right? right. We aspire to those, but he yes. is the supernatural That's image right. of perfection that yes. we can only try to conceive right. in our minds yes. that are fallen in sin. Yeah, right. um, but I find that really interesting because it, it preceded the word for chesed for love. And mm-hmm. so those two things going hand in hand lead to where I believe you can show love and forgiveness. Yeah. And it's almost a duty right like if you truly love someone then you are called to forgive them that's right regardless if you feel like that's right you know it's a choice you have mm -hmm. to choose it and i love that like jesus did die for our sins however many years ago right but it was an eternal salvation like i'm here now i'm still forgiven you know right and so sometimes when we want to show that love I think the easiest way, and like you said, sometimes you just have to shut up, right? Yeah. For me to react to those moments where I'm like, I do I not. <laughs> it's like to remember that, like, you know, if God so loved, like, God so loved that he gave his only son, right? Yeah. Um, and so whoever 
believes in him, well, if I believe in him, then I'm called to show that agape yeah. in this situation yeah. where I would rather smack you with a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to figure out how to love instead. Yeah. And, and even before they do it wrong, like maybe that's yeah. easier when our kids come in to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm now dealing with two toddlers and two teens. Yeah. And like the toddlers, you can't even blame them because they no. do know a little bit how to be bad. Like there's yeah. good and bad. We're yeah. teaching them oh, that yeah. now. Yeah. The teens know what's good and bad yeah. by now. Yeah. And when they do come and they do something like, I told my son to scrub his shower. I went in there today. That was a month ago. I put the cleaner in there. I guess where the cleaner is still in the there. I'm like, yeah. why are you bathing in filth? And I got mad. And I'm like, I told you this is disobedience. Yeah. But like, instead, I feel like, you know, we expect these things sometimes, yeah. especially from yeah. a teenage boy. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, am I really mad? Like, am I? Yeah, I'm going to show him like, you're not going golfing or like to yeah. the gym until you do this. Right. But in my heart, there's already that posture of forgiveness because he's my son because right. I love him yeah. and because I don't want him to take a dirty bath. Right. So like, oh, yeah, right. like you know, yeah, right. um, and, and, I, and I think like when we start to look at ourselves through those lens and we look at Agreed. other people in our, mm-hmm. in our lives Agreed. and we just say, how would like Jesus have actually done this? Like, yeah, it's right. absolutely. And the other thing is, I'll, I'll, like, how important is it? Like in the grand scheme of things, yeah. how important is that dirty shower you haven't your your son doesn't there's kids that are doing a lot worse things than not yeah. cleaning their shower the comparison, the comparison. Yeah. And I'm not trying to don't compare. get me started with that okay yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's true. Lord, this is just a little sin yeah. okay no, it's, it's a, a sin how, but how important is it in the grand scheme of things and, and about letting it go but yeah there has to be consequences and that's how you teach you know our children